Buying or selling a home can be challenging, but it doesn't have to be. Heritage Realty makes buying and selling easy. With Heritage Realty, you get local market expertise, one-on-one service, and the support of a network of agents across the area. Heritage Realty cares about the details and goes above and beyond to deliver the service you need. Knowledge is power. Trust Heritage Realty to buy or sell your home. For the newest listings and detailed market reports, visit HeritageRealtyKnox.com. Heritage Realty, where today's technology meets traditional customer service. I came to play. There's a price to pay. Time for you to get down on your knees. I came to say goodbye to the good days. They're never coming back. Oh, Guillermo. Fourth hour. Tyler and Will. Citations. Let us talk to you. 656 9900. 1 656 9900. You know this current segment as. The Sports Fix at 6. That's right. The Sports Fix at 6 is here to stay, but we're doing it a little bit differently. We're kind of marrying what we did on the game in the morning show with Sports Fix at 6. It's a happy marriage. So we need two callers right now at 656-9900. You know what? We're not spending the will of games. We just decided which game we're going to play today. Exactly. Tyler Ivins, will you let the listeners know we have Danny versus Barry, and it's not like it was. You're going head-to-head with each other. Tyler, tell them what game they're playing. They are playing who am I and what's on the line? Smokey's tickets. Four pack, 407. Cubby's double A affiliate, man. A lot of great things happening with them up at 407. Beautiful skies, beautiful games, beautiful roster, by the way. Wink, wink. You're going to want to get up to 407 this year. Here's how Who Am I works. Each contestant's going to get one person that we're talking about in the world of sports that day, up to five clues to guess who that person is. Contestant that can guess in the fewest number of clues, going to be your big winner. Danny is first on the line. Danny. Would you rather talk, get clues from me, Will West, or from Tyler Rivens? You, I guess. All right, Danny. Here we go. You ready to get this W, buddy? Yeah. Clue number one. And your category is this. Since we're talking about Tennessee players in the first round, first round Vols. That's what we're talking about. Vols were drafted in the first round, and I'll even go further, Danny, in the last 15 years. Okay. Are you ready? Clue number one, I was born in Hampton, Virginia in 1986. I am 37 years of age. What? Who'd you say? I think he's saying Josh Dobbs. Yeah, it was not Josh Dobbs. Your phone's breaking up, Danny. So if you have your radio on behind us, can you turn that off? Because I think it's causing a problem. Oh, I don't know. Stupid problem. Okay. Clue number two. Oh, okay. Clue number two, I was the 10th pick of the 2008 NFL draft. Clue number three, a linebacker. I was the 2008 NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year. Oh, gosh. That's that's a good question. I don't know. Clue number four, I've played and coached for the New England Patriots my entire career. He never played for another team, and he has only coached for the New England Patriots. Oh, I can't think of his name. I I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, better be good. Uh, Sandwich. Clue number five, his last name sounds like a condiment that you put on a sandwich. Oh! Mm. I don't know. All right, Denny, hang on the line. Gerard Mustard waiting patiently. (laughs) Gerard Mayo. Oh, it's Gerard Mayo. My apologies. Gerard Mayo. Danny? Hey, Barry, what's up, dude? I'm rude for you, buddy, but that could have gone bad. Let's put a little mustard on the biscuit, I guess. Barry, let's get a little crazy here, brother. It's who am I... 
today in sports' birthday. So somebody in sports is celebrating a birthday today, and they were born April 11, 1999 in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. They are 24 years of age. Ah, 24 years of age. Josh Dobbs? It's not Josh Dobbs. I was a first-round pick right. in the 2020 NFL draft. So I'm looking for a 24-year-old who was a first-rounder just about three years ago. Oh, it's not Tennessee. Okay. Uh, uh, next clue. During my time at LSU, I was a Maxwell Award semifinalist, and I was a college football playoff national champion. So looking for a 24-year-old who's – one more time. Joe Burke, Joe Joe. Oh, Joe Joe is uh, not from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. He's from Ohio. Clue number four. Since arriving in Kansas City, I've already earned Player of the Week honors and a Super Bowl ring. A 24-year-old from Baton Rouge who's won a national championship and a Super Bowl, and he plays in Kansas City. Ah, one more clue. I got it. All right. Here, yep. You clue number five. Your his nickname in small circles is hyphen. Maybe he has a hyphen in his last name. I don't know. Repeat that one more time. His nickname in small circles is hyphen. He might have a hyphen in his last name as a Super Bowl champion with the Chiefs, a champion at LSU. He's 24 and was a first rounder back in 2020. I don't know, but I'm sorry. All right, hang on the line, Barry, because you still have a chance to win. Danny, you're still in this thing, buddy. Look, this could have gone better, yeah, but nonetheless. The answer was uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. All right, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. How many rushing touchdowns on his career for the Kansas City Chiefs does Ty Clyde Edwards-Hilaire have? It's Price is Right rules, uh, Danny, so it's the closest without going over between you and Barry. Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents. We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. What's up, folks? Anthony Armstrong here. Bob Popple, along with Super Bowl champion Carl Banks. Hey, NFL fans. This is Solomon Wilcox, former NFL safety and host of the Believe in Bengals podcast. Catch my show and all 32 Believe NFL podcasts. Listen in to former players give their inside perspective on your favorite team. Search Believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast. It's always football season, wherever you listen. Uh, I'm going to say five. Five, says Danny. Barry, how many rushing touchdowns for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire on his career? Uh, six. Dan I don't want to. Hey, that's how you play it, Barry. And that's you, how you play it. Congratulations, that's how you play sir. Six and six. That's very nice. Uh, just just dubs all around. Sometimes, <laughs> you know what, though? Hey, boys, sometimes you got to just you gotta crawl the finish line. Here, here's the thing, man. That could have gone better, <laughs> but it will go better down the line. Barry, hand the line. Logan Ward will get your information. It doesn't have to be pretty. <laughs> and that was not pretty. That was, that was Beamer ball, man. That's oh what that was. Gosh. That was Frank Such Beamer. That was Ryan Tannehill at quarterback for the Titans. That was. Oh. No, that's the whole picture of Frank Beamer holding oh, up yeah. his hands when it's zero to zero. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. That is that is exactly Ooh. what that was. Uh, you that know was what? a Jeremy Pruitt coached <laughs> offense at Tennessee. Day one, boys. That's what that was. Do you see how everybody's reacting right now? 
this is the exact same way I react when people say that there's a quarterback controversy currently at the University of Tennessee. Yeah, it's and for whatever reason, I'm sure you've seen this on social media, <sighs> where it's a lot of times it's people who are cover the SEC and versus people that are local because no one local would say that. But there's a lot. There was a lot of yesterday chatter of there's a quarterback controversy at Tennessee because Nico's outplayed Joe Milton. I will tell you this: I don't know a person that has been at practice that has told or the scrimmages that has told me that. Right. I. So where people are getting this information from, I don't know. I think it's just the first take of vacation of sports, and what you're seeing is mm. people see okay, Nico's done well, and that means that there's a quarterback controversy in Tennessee because everyone's right. lazy. I think that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. I think all in all, this is what I will tell you. I remember you made a comment off the air. It was me, you, and Eric Kane. We were chatting right before the September date started swinging around last year. And Kaner made a comment about how, depending on how things played out with Hendon and how the Joe Miltons of the world, that he firmly believed that everybody expected Nico to come in week one against Virginia in Nashville and be the starting quarterback at the University of Tennessee. Now, I remind you, this conversation, it took part, I don't know, beginning of August. This conversation took part, uh, I don't know, a couple weeks into the month of August. We hadn't even talked about anything that was happening with Ball State just yet. And you made a comment off the air to me. You said, Ivan's. Nico was starting week one against Virginia next year. Some bad things have happened. Yep. And brother, I cannot pull that out of the oven hot enough and throw it in the microwave and reheat it because you are spot on with that assessment. I, I just go through the history of rookie quarterbacks or freshman quarterbacks in the in, in big time college football. Right, right. None of them are good. The only person that was good as there was a rookie that I can ever remember, and I've gone through, done the research, was Phillip Rivers. That's it. Phillip Rivers went through for three thousand yards, twenty five touchdowns right. as as a freshman. Nobody else is that good straight from from high school. They're just not particularly great. Fair point. So there, Landry Jones wasn't bad, but he did struggle with his touchdown to, interse- to, to touchdown to interception ratio. I just at the end of the day, if Nico's starting for Tennessee, it's because you don't have a better option, and I don't think Nico's even close to starting for Tennessee, and that's a good thing. That means one, Joe Milton's got it figured out. That means two. Nico gets time to kind of learn this offense instead of you having to deal with him having the growing pains live. On the field, he gets to learn this stuff, practice this stuff, and then Joe Milton could be the guy this year. Nico can step in next year because if Nico's the quarterback, I think your ceiling is seven and five next year, maybe eight and four. Here's the reason why I don't believe Nico Iamaliava is going to be your starting quarterback, nor do I believe that he is outplayed or is outpracticed, outscrimmaged Joe Milton. How many times do you have to practice that last name? Iamaliava? Yeah. Uh, I'd probably say over about 10 to 20 teeth brush. Fair which that would be over three months since yeah. I don't brush my teeth that much. Doing that for vocal exercises exactly. in the morning before Nico, you get going. Mali, Ava, I stretch out the lips and the jaw. I just ask Jarnigan. He's going to have to know how to pronounce it. Not this year. He'll need to know how to pronounce it in 24. When we talked to Nico after the spring scrimmage, one of the early ones early in camp, not the orange and white game, obviously, but one of those early scrimmages, Media asked Nico, what's been some of the struggles since coming to the SEC and playing at the University of Tennessee, learning Josh Heupel's offense? This is what Nico had to say. I think the tempo for me uh, is what I'm still trying to get down. Um, moving the offense, not as fast as Joe, but just keeping the same tempo as him, so there's no big drop-off. Um, and, yeah, really the tempo and um, just key and reads and all that that goes into it, uh, for me, is just really the tempo getting that down. So we'll answer this question. Josh Heupel's tempo. 
you've never played offense. You've never played quarterback in this offense before, but I can't imagine the things have just clicked for Nico in 13 days. No, no, no. And tempo and, doesn't just develop in 13 days. And good for Nico for getting and giving an honest answer to an honest question. Cause that's not something that people do in the media right. a whole lot. They'll probably learn to not do that somewhere down the line. Cause people will twist his, his words into something, but that's, that's right. That's okay. That's what it's supposed to be. Being a great freshman quarterback means I'm learning the tempo. I'm sure. learning these things. I'm learning the speed of the game. I'm adjusting to the speed of the defense that's there and how much, to, how many different things they're showing me than what I saw in high school. It's completely okay for that to be the case, and anything else shouldn't be the expectation. I just don't want this to become what the Scotty Hobson thing was here, where when from Jump Thank Street you. he wasn't Thank averaging you. 20 and 6. And if, if Nico doesn't walk out and throw for 4,000 yards this year, all of a sudden I got a bunch of people in my mentions on Twitter talking about Nico, Nico's a bust. Nico shouldn't play this year. If he does play this year, either something went wrong or he's one of the best freshman quarterbacks of all time. Will West, Tyler Ivins, dude, what a show today. We got to step aside to get you ready for Tennessee baseball and softball. It's a busy midweek slate for both the Lady Vols and for Tony Vitello's Tennessee baseball team. Philip Fulmer swung by 3.30 today. You can actually check out. Available on the podcast, 991thesportsanimal.com. Right Joshua after that, Dobbs. Five o'clock, Joshua Dobbs was in studio. Man, we got a chance to catch up with him about the tournament. He's now sitting there. He's going to be with Deshaun Watson there in Cleveland, fighting for time there on that depth chart. Will, dude, this is one of many, 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 many years to come. And we can't say thank you enough for so many people, both the past and the present, who have allowed this to happen, man. We are ready to officially kick the tires on this thing and keep things rolling three to seven. This new afternoon show, Tyler and Will. And thank you guys so much for giving us your time. It will never go unappreciated that you could be doing anything else. And remember, it's going to be softball on the AM, baseball on the FM. That's Will. I'm Tyler. Tomorrow, 3 p.m. right back here. 99.1, the sports animal. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? Reality remains reality no matter how hard you try to ignore it. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. Every so often, and by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds when the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. Listen.